Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm not here to waste your time. Okay? I certainly hope you're not here to waste mine. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Two little mice found in a bucket of cream. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. Be water, my friend. Welcome to Unstrategic, the podcast about digital strategy. Hey, everyone. I'm your host, Adam James Lamagna, and last episode, we discussed the construction phase of the client acclimation framework, which consisted of constructing views of the client, their industry, and markets. This week, we'll discuss the cognition phase of the framework, where we're going to dive into reading, thinking, and reorganizing the data that we've pulled together. I'm sure everyone here has heard of cognitive learning, which is defined as the acquisition of knowledge or skills through experience, study, or being taught. There are all different types of cognitive learning, like implicit learning, explicit learning, associative learning. I'm not going to focus on any one specific learning type. This is just called the cognition phase because we are reading, learning, thinking about, and relating the information as we move through it. This phase will take me about five to six hours, and it will complete the, you know, the first day, day one. Let me start by saying that this may not work for everyone. This is simply what I do and how I do it to learn more about my clients, their industries, and their markets. Okay, so the things that we'll cover in this episode are, one, how to thoroughly scan through articles and publications to extract good information, and I will give examples of these. Two, what questions should we be asking ourselves while we move through all the material that we've gathered? Three, what does the final deliverable of the day look like? So what things should I have, what things should I have written down, and what will help me progress into day two? And then four, I will chat at a high level how I move through five to six hours worth of consuming information because that can be a very tedious process and you'll need to break it up. I'm going to dive right in because there's a lot to cover in this phase. So if you remember last episode, we chatted about gathering data into a note-taking tool. I use Trello, but there are other options like Evernote, Google Keep, Google Docs, etc. And we spent about, you know, two to three hours just gathering data. Now it's time to read through and or scan more thoroughly this data. Now, some of us might be able to read 40 plus articles in a day, but I'm a very slow reader. So I'll share how I scan through articles and extract pertinent information. When we read the articles or materials that we have, we want to keep the view of our client in the back of our mind, which at this point is really just who they are, where they're located, and most importantly, what they do and what they offer. Because we'll be asking certain questions to ourselves and writing things down in relation to our client while we move through the cognition phase of this process. Before we get into reading the article, we really want to take a minute to think about two things. The first is the reliability of the source of the article. Have we heard of this brand before, or this person before, or is this just you know, someone expressing their opinion online? The second is the date it was published or updated. 
So anything within five years for industry overviews, standards, or guidelines, the newer the better on that. And then anything within one year for trend or behavior articles based on markets because these things change quickly. Before we get into specific examples, I want to point out a few tips I do while consuming information. Now, the first is it's generally a good idea to scan the entire article first before diving into reading any part of it. And what I mean by that is you can just simply preview the article by looking at the subtitles, headings, subheadings, and bold text. It will give you a kind of big picture understanding of the article itself, then you can dive in. Two, don't try to multitask while reading, scanning an article. I know this is easier said than done because we all have crazy work lives with Slack going off every other minute, emails constantly coming in, but I suggest that when you are in the middle of this cognition phase to try and limit the distractions you have. It will make things uh, easier, right? It's going to make the, the ramping up process a lot easier for you. And then three, don't feel like you have to read the entire article. I sure don't. I'll jump over whole sections, but what I will do when I'm finished with the article is write down a quick paragraph to summarize anything I've learned and then list any actionable items that could potentially benefit my client. As I scan articles, there's going to be a specific way that I move through an article to get the information that I need. And there's going to be a few different things I think about and questions I ask myself. I'm going to kind of give an overview of how I scan now. So I'll read the title, subtitle, and first paragraph, and these will act as building blocks, and each new piece of information should build on the previous piece. I'll give you an example, and I'm just going to stick with the automotive industry because I used some examples of those last episode. So the article that I have here is from Chase.com. It was updated in March of 2019, and the title reads, How Millennials Are Shaping the Auto Industry. The subtitle reads, Five Innovative Ways Millennials Are Changing the Car Buying Experience. And the first paragraph reads, Over the past few years, millennials have garnered the reputation of being entitled, self-obsessed, and glued to their smartphones. Some studies will even go as far as to claim they're ruining everything from beer to napkins to grocery stores. But in reality, millennials are using their inventive thinking and tech savviness to bolster every industry, including the automotive world. So right off the bat, I know I'm looking for five things I could potentially get out of this article. I also know that those five things are going to possibly revolve around innovation and technology. And I also know it's going to be in context of the millennial generation. So there are lots of questions that I ask myself when reading or scanning articles. Things like, how will this trend affect my client's offering? Or will this trend create new competitors for my client? Or, you know, why is this standard in place for XYZ industry? But you will learn over time what the right questions to ask are while you're reading certain articles. For now, I would suggest starting off with only two questions while going through an article to learn and get more insight. And those two questions are the following. The first is, what are the different ways I can think about or interpret this piece of information? This will help you learn material, and it'll help you think out outside the box. I'll give you some examples. The second question is, how is this piece of information actionable for my client?
If we stick with the example how millennials are shaping the auto industry, I know I'm looking for five bullet points or headings. And the first one I get to is get social. Let's pause here for a minute. When I first think get social, I think social media, which is no big surprise and nothing new. My client probably has a social media account, so how does this even help me? Well, think about get social and ask yourself the question, what are the different ways I can think about or interpret this information? Now, the obvious thing is social media, but what about other social things like networking events, partnerships, conferences, etc.? Try not to just think about your default thought, right? Think about what Get Social means to you personally. Do you have social communities or forums that you're a part of? Or do you go to meetup.com groups? By doing this particular exercise, you're going to learn the material faster, and you're going to have more insight at the end of the day. When we think about the different ways we can interpret information, this will naturally open up insight channels and potential actionable items for our clients. The action items for this bullet point, you know, get social, is number one, audit their social accounts, and we'll do that tomorrow in the community phase of the process. Number two is that you'll need to chat with your client about things like partnerships, conferences, networking events, etc. And again, we'll do that in the client collaboration phase. Now, we got a number of action items from just reading one bullet point. We didn't even read the rest of the information yet. So as you move through the articles you've cataloged, you want to continue to ask those two questions, but you also want to add in a third question, and that's how does this information relate back to the information we've already read? This is where you're going to find themes and or certain categories of subject matter. The next thing I want to talk about in the cognition phases is how do we move through the five to six hours worth of time when we're consuming and extracting information? And you're, you're going to have a number of different types of material to consume. Hopefully it's a combination of articles, publications, videos, maybe audio materials like podcasts. I usually have about an 80-20 split. So 80% of the materials are articles and publications or things that I need to read and 20% are videos or things that I need to watch or listen to. The process I use for moving through, you know, the five to six hours of consuming data is pretty simple. I'll basically read three articles and one video or one audio material in about a one hour time frame. Within that hour, and while I'm reading or directly after I'm finished with a, you know, a piece of material, I'll write down a summary and a bullet-pointed list of potential actionable items. Depending on how fast you read or the length of the material, this could take you longer or shorter than an hour. My general rule of thumb is that if you can move through four different material types and extract four pieces of information, so four and four, you'll have approximately 16 things to consider every hour. The whole purpose here is to get through anywhere from 20 to 30 articles, publications, videos throughout the rest of the day, and have anywhere from 80 to 100 things to think about in relation to my client, their industry, or markets, which will set a good stage for moving into the next two phases. 
Okay, so just to recap that, if you can move through four items of materials, so articles, publications, and video audio items, and extract four pieces of information from each one, at the end of the day, you'll have just about 100 pieces of information about your client's industry and markets. Now that information could be a standard of an industry, it could be a new trend or how your client might benefit from it, or it could be an insight that you had while reading an article, or it could simply be a sentence that you read in a publication that you really thought was helpful. The point of all of this is to get you reading, thinking, and writing stuff down to remember it better and hopefully find some insight. One thing I want to note here is that when you go through, you know, the four the four pieces of material in that one hour, after that you want to take at least a five minute break. You know, take a walk, get up and grab a snack, do some jumping jacks, you know, answer emails if you have to. But you want to stop uh, consuming information because this will it will become monotonous, and that's why I kind of break up three articles or three things that I need to read to one thing that I need to watch or listen to because it, it will break up the monotony for you. Another thing to point out here is that you, you probably won't get through all the items that you've cataloged in the beginning part of the day, right? So I, I catalog a bunch of articles, 40 plus articles usually, or, or pieces of material, but I've, I've never gotten through that many. So once you are finished with those five to six hours, and you've consumed approximately, you know, let's say 25 articles slash videos slash pieces of material, you've written the summaries and the actionable items about each, you will have a much better command of the industry, the consumer trends and behaviors, and how that relates back to your clients. The final deliverable at the end of the day will help us get set up for day two, where we dive into community and client collaboration. We're simply going to organize and prioritize the top trends and need-to-knows. This is where a tool like Trello really comes in handy, because I can shuffle cards around, I can attach cards to other cards, but again, feel free to use whatever you're comfortable with. The final deliverable is basically two prioritized lists, one for industry, one for market. This should take no more than 20 to 30 minutes because we should have everything written down already. What I'll usually do is write a summary on what I've learned about the industry and what I've learned about the markets to encompass all the material that I've consumed. Now, remember that the industry is going to be comprised of providers of the industry, including your client, and we need to prioritize a list of the top five to ten need-to-know items about that industry. Those could be things like regulations, trends, hot-button topics that's going on in the industry. Knowing these things is going to help you communicate better to your client because you have somewhat of an idea of what your client is responsible for, what they might be worried about, etc. Now you'll want to do the same thing for markets, so the consumers of the industry. I prioritize the top five to 10 trends or behaviors impacting the market. That way, when I talk with my client, I'll be much more proficient in what's going on in the current consumer climate at a high level, 
right? We, we won't know everything about their consumers at this point, but we will be in a very good position to ask them intelligent questions. As you build out your own process, you may find that you want to do things a little differently. Or it might be time to start asking more questions during the cognition phase while consuming the information. Some of the questions I continually ask to find insight into the markets are things like, will this trend or innovation create new competitors for my client? Will this trend create completely new markets to sell to? What does this trend or innovation tell us about the current markets from a cultural or social viewpoint? And what's the simplest way to implement this new trend, new innovation, or new piece of technology? If I'm reading an article about an industry and trying to ramp up on that industry, I'll ask questions like, what had to happen for this standard or guideline to take shape? What might the industry look like if this standard or guideline wasn't in place? Who are the drivers of change in this industry? Again, questions like these are going to help you learn and think outside your default way of thinking. Remember to ask mostly open-ended questions, things like, you know, who, what, how, why, where. I also need to mention that if you are learning a new industry that has a lot of industry jargon or terminology, it's wise to keep the industry glossary open so you can reference it. While you are typing up summaries and actionable items after reading an article that's got a bunch of you know industry terminology in it, just take the time to relate that terminology to weekend language. Now, weekend language is a book by Andy Craig and Dave Human, but it's all about getting away from industry terms, telling more stories in your pre uh, presentations, and it's, it's great for salespeople, product managers, designers, etc. But the point I'm trying to make is that when you come across an industry term, if you relate it in your head to weekend language, language that's non-industry specific, it's always easier for me to learn. So it might be different for you, but, but try it. Try relating the industry term to weekend language. Almost as if you were telling it to your friend for the first time who had no idea about the term or the industry. The last thing I want to mention is even if you have a piece of material that isn't insightful, you can still get insight out of it. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, but follow me here. If you're reading a piece of material that's, you know, saying something very similar to what you've already read, it's just going to reinforce your knowledge. So don't ever walk away thinking that the time you're spending on consuming information is wasted. Even if you don't gain any insight, it may build on your knowledge, it may be something that you reference later, and at the very least, it could help you pick out better articles in the future. All right, everyone, I'm your host, Adam James Lamagna, and I hope this episode was helpful for everyone. I mean, I know we covered a lot of things today, so please let me know if you have any questions. Feel free to reach out over email or connect with us on social. We're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and SoundCloud. We will be back in a few weeks to finish out the Ramping Up on Client Accounts series with Part 3, where we'll cover the client collaboration and community phases. Thanks so much for joining us this week, guys. We'll see you all soon. Cheers. Cheers.